Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Hey there, and welcome to episode 17. In this episode, I'm going to dive very deep into my course journey from way back when I started my first courses, way back in like 2010 in my homeschool business, all the way up to the new programs that I'm um, bringing out this month in 2021. So that's a good 11 years worth of a journey that we're going to talk through here. And the reason I want to highlight this is because things have really changed and evolved for me, for my businesses, for marketing, for the tools that we use. And I just want to show you that you don't just usually, at least for my journey and, and the people that I have worked with, you don't just land on like this big million dollar idea or six figure course from the beginning. There is an evolution and a change happening. And like, there are a lot of iterations that happen as we go along. So I want to just shine a light on my journey and how things have gone with money, with my courses and, um, you know, that whole thing. So let's jump back into, um, the time machine, like jump into that DeLorean and head on back <laughs> as we move back to like 2010. And you probably did hear on, um, the other episode, like the beginning episodes about my very first course. So I'm not going to, this is not like how I got started and how I did my course and my story, but it is that, yes, I did create my first course. And interestingly, the first course that I did create had me do none of the teaching, so way back in 2010, when I did this first course, I had been homeschooling my kids for just a few years. They were in probably starting second grade when this came out. I think fall of 2010 is when I actually launched that first course. So they would have been in um, second grade. So I had two little eight-year-olds running around and I was homeschooling them and I was, you know, I was doing this business, but it was basically just a few hours a week probably 10 to 12 hours at the time. And I didn't consider myself an expert in any of this. So I never considered that I would teach the course. Instead, I reached out to, gosh, and I can't remember all the details. There was probably five or six 
experts, authors, people that I have reached out to and some who had already interviewed and done like classes for me. And I asked them if they would do, you know, each of them did a different module basically. And I brought this all together into a course. And this is how I did my first courses is that I brought experts in. I would actually pay them a fee, like a one-time fee for them doing the course. And then they would like relinquish everything over and it would be my course. So I did this for the first few courses and that's just the way, like it, I decided to do it. Like I never considered that I would be the one teaching this because I was more like the facilitator and the connector of it all, like just organizing the technology, getting everyone together, building this community of people. And again, the name of my business then was the Waldorf Connection. So I was connecting the teachers and the experts to my community. And I was sort of that go-between of, of the one who was doing the connecting. So that's how several of my earlier courses um, were distributed. That's how I, I taught until I started hearing from my list after a while, like we would love to have a course by you. And I remember thinking, wow, okay, what could I teach? <laughs> and I, you know, I really had to think like, what did I feel confident enough to teach? Because I wasn't a coach. I wasn't a teacher. I was just homeschooling my kids, which I guess makes me a teacher, but I felt like I had no official schooling, you know, in any way, as far as to do this or, um, you know, in the Waldorf um, world, I wasn't a teacher or any type of certified person. And I hadn't even really been doing it that long. So it was hard for me to finally say, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I did, I said, well, I, I do, I am good with like organizing and balancing my day and getting things done. So that was the first course that I came up with was to help moms um, kind of get everything done in their day, like homeschool and take care of the kids and feed them and, and, you know, deal with kids being home and still, you know, being effective and have their lessons effective and all of that. So um, I thought, well, that's something I, I felt confident. But then as I, once I did that, then I was like, what else could I teach? Maybe I could teach it my own way. And it, it turned into, you know, after I had a couple of years under my belt too, like I felt a little more confident and I did feel like, well, I don't know everything, but I, I know more than these people who are getting started. So um, you can go back to my earlier episode that you are an expert and listen to that if that's kind of where you are right now. Um, and I, I felt like I did it when I was ready to do it because I don't think I could have jumped in much sooner uh, until I knew a little bit more and could feel confident um, to, to bring that. But then I did jump into doing my own courses. And what I discovered as I started creating um, the course is what happens, I would do like a launch model. And I want to talk a little bit about money and models here because I'm going to show you how things progressed for me. So I would launch out, I would have a new course and I would launch it out and I would do, I, I literally did the beta testing every time. Like I would say, Hey, this course starts in three weeks or whatever. And I would put up a little sales page, which was very plain. Like, here's what I'm going to teach you, you know, a couple little things and sign up if you're interested. 
And then I would get all the people who were going to be in it. And then I would create the course and I would make some money. And then I had that like, and I'm like, okay, great. And then the next month would come and I'm like, well, I can't, you know, relaunch the same course that I did last month because I just launched that. Right. And I didn't want people to be bored or like see me launching the same thing every month. People would get annoyed or burnt out seeing that. So then I would create another course. So it got into a very busy cycle of churning out a lot of content. And I, I'm not saying I did a new course every month, but it got very busy. I remember being in a mastermind. I want to say it was 2011. It could have been 2012. And I was doing okay. Like I was bringing in four to $5,000 a month with my business at this point. And I remember, you know, kind of thinking, you know, it was great, I, but I, I started like hustling. Like I wasn't working a lot as far as like how many hours a week was I working, but I felt like I was constantly wondering where the next money was going to come from the next month, because the, the courses that I launched were lower end, like less than, you know, I did have some 497 and 397, but then I also had some lower end, like 297, 197, $97. Like some of these homeschool courses were lower end because that's just the nature of, of this market. And I definitely tested and tried to push for the highest amount and just no one could afford it. So I had to go more with quantity and selling more courses for lower prices and build my community very large so that when I did have a launch, I would sell 25 or 30 of them, you know, instead of three and, you know, the, but at $200 or $300, that's not making a lot of money. You know, each time I'm doing it, I'm putting in a lot of effort. I'm, I'm, you know, creating a sales page and I'm creating the, all the stuff. And like, it didn't matter if it was a $97 product or a $400 product, you still have to put the same amount of effort into it. Maybe even more because, you know, at a hundred dollars, you know, you've got to sell a lot of them. Even if you only sell 25, you're only making $2,500. Now that doesn't sound like much back then though. You know, it was a very good second income. Once my husband got back to work, if you heard my story, like for a while, we were just living on my income, but then he did get back to work and um, we had his as the main income. And so mine was just the side hustle basically where I was working, but I started to really get a little bit burned out. And I remember when I was in this mastermind and my coach was like, you're churning out all of that all the time. Like, you know, she tried and, and I, and she's like, she tried to help me create something that would make sense for people to move from one course to another course. So instead of like having eight one-off courses, I saw the, the, um, the light at the end of the tunnel of creating something where they would come into this first piece and then they would move into the next one and the next one and the next one. And it would make sense for them on their, their journey to learn. And I would be able to get sales easier moving from one to the next, if that makes sense. So I restructured things a little bit that way and it made it a little bit easier, but still I had big goals. I had six figure, you know, earnings 
um, as my goal all the time. I wanted to break that $100,000. And um, I had some, like I said, about 50 to 60K uh, years. And I never could really get any farther than that as far as the money. And I'm not saying that's not great because it, it is for what I was working, but I wanted more and I just didn't see how I could do that. You know, I felt like I tried everything. I was part of several masterminds and everyone had ideas on what I could do. I should just raise my prices. And I, I tried that, but it just doesn't work for the market that I had, these people are one income families. And I'm not saying there weren't people out there who didn't have the money. There were a few people who I did um, enroll into a higher level coaching, but by a higher level coaching, I mean like a thousand dollars back then. I remember when I sold my first $1,000 program, I think it was after my kids had gone to school and I had some more time. I thought, well, maybe I'll try to just coach a few people one-to-one -one and see how it goes. I can bring in more income that way and try out coaching. And I sold my first $1,000 package. I couldn't believe that someone would give me that much money to help coach them in their homeschool, but I sold several of them and, you know, went through that and, um, I just couldn't get really get a lot of traction because most homeschoolers who were in my market just did not have that discretionary income sitting around. So I just decided what I was going to do was pick like four core courses, the best ones that I had, because I had some ones that were duds and some that I stopped selling and some that evolved into some really good courses after I did several different versions of them. And they were my popular ones. I decided to do like a quarterly launch. So I would launch one course a quarter and each one was a different one. So I would launch like my um, homeschool, Waldorf homeschool U course, like I would launch that out. And then that was it. You had to get that in the spring or you couldn't get it until the following spring. So I had built up enough community at that point to where I had the numbers and I could do that. And I had the other courses there ready to go for the next round. So I wasn't wondering where the money was going to come. And it did provide, you know, that scarcity and urgency for people to say, oh my gosh, I better get in now or she won't be opening it up until the following year. Similar to Marie Forleo's B-School, if you know that, like she opens that up once a year. Everybody, she does this huge launch. I never did any launches that big, <laughs> but um, she does this huge launch with affiliates and, and she buys ads and I'm sure she does a million dollars or I don't have no idea what she does. I'm sure it's a huge, huge launch and she puts all of her effort into doing this one big thing. So it was very similar to that. And I would just open different ones at different times. And then I did have like a summer sale in the summer. I had some smaller things I would put on sale, um, just some little one-offs to keep things rolling. So that is the way that I finished out my business before I ended up selling the Waldorf connection, I had it pretty streamlined where this course was available now and I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. I already had the emails. I already had the sales pages, the webinars, everything was done when it was time to reopen 
the course, I just sort of ran the whole sequence. Um, and I didn't, I mean, I, I tweaked it a little bit, of course, and freshened it up, but I didn't have to reinvent the wheel each time. I already had everything. So it was pretty simple to just open the cart, close the cart, you know, have the email sequence run out to my list, do some promotions about it here and there on my Facebook groups or whatever. And I was good to go. So that became uh, a very streamlined process. And at the same time, I had started my other business that I have now, the Donna Ashton Coaching, where I create courses and I mean, help people create courses. So um, I started that um, the very beginning of January of 2016. So I'm in my going in my fifth year of this business. And I started um, coaching people. In fact, I, you probably heard me say this on one of the other podcasts is that my friend and colleague and coach said, I want you to coach like 20 people before you just create a course, because I was just ready to create the course right off the bat. That's what I did. That's what I did in the whole homeschool. I, I mean, I rarely coached anyone. I had a few clients, but I did all my pro I just created programs. I was a content creator with courses. So I was ready at the very beginning of 2016 to create a course. And she said, I really want you to go coach some people first and then do your, you know, your course. So I said, okay, I'll give that a try. And I was really glad I did one. It was really hard. <laughs> I had no idea like how to get coaching clients and, um, and to coach people because I had only done a tiny bit of it with the homeschool stuff. And so this was all new. And so it was a big learning experience for me. And also like, where do I find these clients? And I have to, how much do I charge for these? You know, I, have to, I could charge a lot more for the one-to-one -one than just a course, but it really helped me. I had some clients for about six months and then I created the course that summer the, called The Power of Programs. That was my first one. And I just, it was good because I had in the past done all these programs for myself and my own business, but teaching some someone else was a whole different thing. And it was interesting for me to learn what they knew, what they didn't know. You know, I just assumed everybody knows this and everybody knows that. And, and they didn't be, I've been doing it for so long. And I had, I could throw up a course in a weekend and that's not what normal people could do. So I, it was really good that I stepped back and actually did coaching before I did my course. And I do highly recommend that if you have not coached anyone on your process, that you should coach some people first, really work through how it feels to coach. What do they need? You're in a, you are a different place than what they are. And if you go by what, if I had created the course, just based on what I knew, it would not have been successful. I think people, I would have just assumed way too much stuff and made it way too quick and just assumed people could get through stuff quickly. Like I can, when I realized quickly, that was not the way that most people worked. And I had just had had a lot of experience. So it was a blessing that I took my time and went back and then created the power of programs and then started selling it. So then I was like, okay, I'm ready to sell my course. And it was 497, which I thought was a good price. And what, what other people kind of were out in the course world doing, it was even a little bit less. And so I started selling them and then I was sort of back in the same place as I was early on in my other business where 
if I did a launch, great, you know, but the problem here was I had a very small list. I built my homeschool business up very quickly and it was very easy to build that community. And what I found after about a year in my new business, it was really hard. And I don't know if it was just the timing of it too. I'm sure there were many reasons. One, there's just, it's a lot more, there's a lot more competition. No one was out there trying to find Waldorf homeschoolers. So I was one of the first ones that started creating and bringing like internet digital marketing into the homeschooling space, you know, in that, in that way. So now I'm in a kind of a, not saturated, but there was a people already out there doing it. And, um, it was just harder to get people to come onto my list. And I also feel like I was a little lazy. Like I had been sitting on this big community and this big list for so long that I just assumed that's exactly what was going to happen over here. And it wasn't, you know, when I used to do my webinars and back in the day, they were teleseminars in my homeschool business, I would have a free webinar and I would get like five or 600 or more people sign up. I remember my friend Jeannie, like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? I'm thinking, I don't know. They just come. And I started creating webinars in this Donna Ashton coaching, teaching courses. And I would get like, you know, 35 people to sign up. And I thought, what is going on? Like, it was so different than what I was used to. And I, it was good for me because I had to go back and learn new things and what was working in marketing in 2016 and 2017, not what worked in 2010, right? Because marketing changed and all the social media platforms had come on since then. And, and there was just a lot of changes as things do, do change, right? In marketing and in technology and all of the things that we just keep evolving as we go on. So I had to go back to square one and really go back and learn some other basics and really hustle a little bit out there. And it was hard. I was not doing well. I was getting very discouraged. I still had my homeschool business, which I you know, was kind of running on the side. And um, I was kind of grateful because there was some money coming over there pretty consistently, even if it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Uh, I had that money coming in and then I was selling some courses uh, over here in this, but I, I, I realized that I needed something else. I needed a way to bring traffic to my course more quickly. Like I didn't have time to wait three years to build my list up. I wanted to start making more money right away. So I looked into things and I, people were started to talk about funnels and all of this. And I thought, okay, maybe that's what I need a funnel. So I went and I watched some free webinars and I looked at some coaches and I was, I said, well, I think this might be the way to go. And I talked to some of my mentors and they said a funnel might be really good for you so that you don't have to keep doing this launching every month, every month, or wondering where your next money is going to come from. So I said, this sounds good. I will try to figure out how to do this funnel. So I was going to hire someone. And then I thought, you know what? I've been doing this for so long. I know how to do webinars. I know how to do Facebook ads, kind of. <laughs> I think I can figure this out to, by myself. I think this was like June, um, I think of 20, must have been 2017. And so I spent the entire summer and fall 
trying to get my own homemade funnel up. And again, I had already been doing this for years, right? I had seven, almost eight years of marketing experience, doing so many webinars and all of those things, email marketing. I had run Facebook ads in my homeschool business with pretty good success, but again, did not realize that no one else was targeting those people. So that's why it was very cheap and it worked out pretty good for me. But I clearly uh, and quickly realized that whatever I was doing, there was some big holes because it just wasn't working. So I decided, I guess I can't figure this out on my own. Like even try as I did, <laughs> I could not see how I understood all of the pieces, but I couldn't get it to work together. So I went back out and looked for someone who could teach me how to do this. And I found a woman, I watched her webinar and I thought, mm, I really like her. I think I'll book a sales call and just see what they have to say. I'd already done a sales call with another person, um, a guy, and I did not like the whole thing and it was a lot of money. So I thought, let's see. So again, I did this and I talked to them. I had a good conversation and um, I, I knew this is what I wanted to do, but the, but the cost of the program was higher than anything I had ever invested in. It was very expensive for what I was doing. I, I want to say it was like $10,000 and I didn't even have $2,000, <laughs> you know? So I was like, I have no idea. I'm like, so I just was very honest. I said, I would love to be able to do this. I want to do this. I feel like I know I could do really well with this, but I have no idea how I'm going to pay for it. So bless this woman's heart, stayed on the phone with me and tried to figure out a way for me to pay for it. And I will just be totally transparent with you with this. I had no idea. She suggested using PayPal credit and put the first payment on, which was like $2,500. And I said, I don't know if that's going to go through, but I'm willing to give it a try. So she sent over the invoice. I was on the phone with her. I tried it and PayPal approved it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in. What the heck am I going to do now? <laughs> like, I was like, holy crap. So I was very excited, but also nervous because I'm thinking, how am I going to afford $2,500? It was like a four payments of $2,500. I'm like, I need to start making money right away because I don't have this much money coming in in my business to, you know, to pay for that. So I, um, jumped in full force in December of 2017. So really got rocking and rolling in 2018 and um, immediately went through as many modules as I could and started like going through the whole program. And it was interesting because a lot of the stuff I'm like, I already know this, but I really sat and went through, I thought I had just invested a lot of money. So I'm going through every single one of these modules, whether I think I've already done it or not, I'm gonna show up for every one of these phone calls Every week they had calls and I um, went to the Facebook group. Like I just got a lot of help and went really fast and did start creating. Um, it wasn't to create a program. So I went ahead and started doing a high-end coaching package. That's like 25. I want to say I started with $2,000 or $2,500 trying to remember now. And I just started um, selling them. And I got my ads up and running in January. I think I got two clients. So I, I was ready to make my payment. And then in, in March, I got a few more and a few more, and then it started snowballing. So 
I created my funnel and with my Facebook ads, started building my list and started bringing in some high paying clients to pay off my debts and to make back my money and to really get this thing rolling. And then in April of 2018, so just about four months into five months into the program, I decided to do a group program, like a course as a group program. So basically my power of programs that I had been selling for $500, I took those modules and reworked them a little, made the updated them and created the leverage your brilliance program that I have been selling for just almost three years now. And so it became like a course. And then I did weekly like accountability and coaching calls with my group and started running that in April, I think maybe it was the end of April, beginning of May of 2018. And then uh, since, you know, then it was like the a big turnaround for me. I started building my list quicker. I had clients coming in um, and I hit my first six figure year in 2018. So um, I felt like, oh, finally. And it was just, it was easier because I wasn't constantly wondering where my new clients were going to come from and my next payments were going to come from my next how was I going to sell stuff? Um, the funnel was bringing people to me automatically with Facebook ads. So I was paying to play. However, the money that I was charging for my high-end course uh, was more than paying back the Facebook ads, though I did spend a lot of money in Facebook ads, I will say about $20,000, I want to say in 2018. And I think as well in 2019, on Facebook ads. So a lot of the money was going out. Uh, when you look at profit, I'm thinking, woohoo, look at all this money. And then when I looked at how much I was spending out, I thought, rah, I mean, that's great, but a lot of it's leaving. <laughs> like I, it looks like I made a lot of money. However, a lot of it was going right back, but I learned a lot. I learned about funnels. I learned about the beauty of automation and, you know, bringing all of that into it. So 2019, I just kind of kept things going um, you know, similar in my course, I just kept selling leverage your brilliance, bringing people in through my Facebook ads, building my community up. And of course, then building my list so that I could do some, uh, selling over there. And then in 2020, I decided I wanted to do, well, in 2019, I decided I wanted to do a live event and I wanted to do it in the fall of 2019, but it did not work out that way. And I actually, did this live event in the very beginning of March of 2020, literally you guys five days before everything shut down, I did my live event. So if I had just pushed that thing one week later, it would have been canceled, but I decided instead of running ads and, you know, spending a lot of money on the funnel, I wanted to do a live event. Plus I just love to get in front of people. Like I've meant to be speaking. So I could not wait. So I scheduled a three, three day event in Charleston, South Carolina, and it wasn't a huge event. It was more like a workshop. We had about 30 women, 30, 35 women that came and it was over three days. It was really amazing. We had an amazing group of women and I taught them all about how to do courses and market their courses and shift their mindsets and talked about funnels and Facebook ads. Like we just went through everything. It was really great. And then I had um, opened up the Leverage Your Brilliance program for people who wanted to come into that. And then those who already had a course um, into a mastermind to, um, you know, kind of work through 
um, marketing and funnels and a little bit more, you know, ongoing in the marketing. So that went super great. I had my funnel turned off because I had been doing a lot of networking and showing up and, you know, getting people to come to my event. And I'm like, I'm getting clients just from showing up at networking events and just getting out there talking about my event. So I turned the Facebook ads off and I really never turned them back on and still haven't for the most part, except for just some low little things that I'm doing as like a little freebie that I'm running. But the whole of 2020 became referrals and became um, just a lot of momentum that I built up from that live event. So I will say it was amazing. I would love to do another one, but obviously things being what they are right now, it's hard to plan when we could do another one, but I get asked all the time, when are you going to do another one of your events? So I'm, I'll probably do some kind of virtual event in 2021, though I would love to do another in-person one because there's just nothing that takes the place of a, um, you know, if, in my opinion, being in the same room as, as other people. And the people that are in that room have become like my community. They bonded so much and have been through my programs and now into my make money mastermind that's starting up uh, next week. So it's been, 2020 was a great year. It was my biggest year um, as far as money into um, the 2020. It wasn't what I was hoping, but I think for most people who were really struggling and for people who you know, had to do pivots and shifts. 2020 was an interesting year where people, I didn't really miss a beat. Like my courses just kept going. My program just kept going. People wanted to go online and do courses. So for me, I was one of the lucky ones where I didn't have to really do much of anything except just talk to people and enroll them into my, my programs because um, everybody wants course now, you know, all these co coaches coming online and, and not even coaches, professionals and realtors and lawyers and different people who wanted to um, take their work and have an additional income stream because maybe they can't meet with people one-to-one -one anymore, right? So there was a big shift in 2020 and my programs pretty much stay the same. And now I'm, I've just shifted into um, taking Leverage Your Brilliance. It's had probably four different versions <laughs> Over the years where it's been six, it started at six weeks, then it was eight weeks, then it was 16 weeks, and then it was 12 weeks. <laughs> and it had no funnel. I taught funnels. I did done for you funnels. And now I've gone back and gotten a lot of feedback and a lot of uh, just like watching people who's gotten the results. What have they used the most? What's really needed inside the programs? And I, I love doing this. And I think if you're not doing this, you're, you're just doing a disservice for your people. I'm not saying you have to change your course every month, but look at your courses once a year at least and see how can they be changed or what's changed in the market. For me, I have to be on my toes because everything that I bring and teach is very relevant to what's going on out there in technology and in marketing. So I have to stay ahead of all the trends and I have to be in the front lines doing all the things and saying, here's what's working right now, or here's what's working, you know, when it comes to this. So um, maybe you have something that's more evergreen and timeless, which is good, but still there are ways to make it better. And so I'm always looking to do that. And now I'm at this iteration where I've decided to really focus on working with coaches from what I've seen. Most of the people who've had really good success with me have been some type of teacher or coach. 
So I am shifting again. I've shifted probably since I started this business. Um, I, I think I failed to tell you this part, but when I really got started in 2016, well, of course I started with my homeschool families. That's my, that was my niche because that's who I already had on my other list. So I'm like, who wants to have a course? So I worked with moms who wanted to homeschool their kids and create a course based on some experience that they had and make a little extra money while they were homeschooling. So that was my first niche. And then I moved into more professional kind of coaches and sort of entrepreneurs for a little while. And then I found that was just kind of challenging. And then when I joined that expensive program, I niched to authors, authors who had nonfiction books who wanted to turn them into courses. And it was great. It was very easier to sell that because, you know, I'm like, Hey, you've got a nonfiction book. Let's make a course out of it. So that was really fun. But I found that many of them didn't have a business. They had no online experience. It was really hard. So I've shifted back to professionals and I worked with therapists for a while, um, alternative holistic practitioners. And now <laughs> I'm really going to focus on coaches. So that's really, I'm, I feel like I'm a coach. I've been in the coaching industry now for a while. I understand. And I feel like um, many of the people that I have worked with, like I said, who have had great results have been some type of teacher or coach. And again, sometimes you just have to pick those who you want to work with. I'm not, I can help anyone create a course, right? I've helped uh, musicians, singers, teachers, lawyers, doctors, um, authors, like you name it. I've, I've helped, you know, just someone who's lost 150 pounds and wanted to teach other people how to do courses. So I've worked with all walks of life so I can help anyone do a course. But as you have probably heard in your marketing, helping everyone is helping no one. So I've niched down now to helping coaches and I've turned my leverage your brilliance program into courses for coaches, which will be launched the end of January, 2021. And I'm super excited. I've just redone most of the videos again. I did this last year at this time and I just went and did it again. So just about 90% of the videos are all brand new and um, bringing all of the new things and that everything that's happening, freshening it, freshening it up, making it super relevant to what's happening and timely right now for what's like working in 2021. So that will be launching out. So keep your eyes open. If you are hoping to turn your coaching and your knowledge into a course, then courses for coaches could be great for you. And also I've really lowered the price. I put only in there what needs to be in there and I'm offering it for such a no brainer price and you're going to get lifetime access. You're going to come to the calls as often as you want. And it's going to just be amazing. I'll give you more details coming up. So keep your eyes open. I'll get some more details um, as I get closer to launching. But I just wanted to give you that. So that is where I am now. So I have the courses for coaches, which is my level one program. Those who are looking to turn their experience and their expertise into a course. So if they've been coaching or teaching how to package up what they've already been doing and already have success doing, putting that into a course. And then on my second level, I have the make money mastermind, which I, I mentioned, and that's for those who have already been through my other program. 
or who will already go through courses for coaches and they have a course, they've done their beta test, they've sold a few, and now they want to create consistent income. And so in that, it's a six month program where we're talking about organic marketing, paid marketing funnels, and they get to choose the way they want to launch out their courses. I'll teach them any of that. And it's all included in that. And I actually, that kicks off next week on January 11th, the Make Money Mastermind. So um, keep your eyes open for that. That will be reopening probably later this um, end of the spring time to start the next go round for that. So that's the only two programs I have right now. I'm super excited about just really concentrating on courses for coaches and that's what I'm planning. And so this is, I've been doing a lot of planning for 2021, looking back at what worked in 2020 and 2019, taking what worked, taking what didn't work. I love doing this. It's such these big visions and big goals. I'm such a geek when it comes to planners and doing all of this. So I spent the last, I said I spent the last week, but I've really been planning to do this for like about three months and like moving toward it and making the strides of it. But like my goals for 2021, um, you know, I'm really looking to up-level my income. I joined a very high-level mastermind myself where that's going to help me, like lift me up to the next level. Because wh what I've also learned is that trying to do things on your own is a lot harder and it's a lot slower. As, as you've probably heard from my stories, the times where I went fast is when I had coaching, when I had people to show me how to do it. I wasted a lot of time and, um, you know, I was kind of scrimping by and didn't, I didn't appreciate the, what buying some coaching or, or programs can really do for you. I think I was like bootstrapping it for so long in my business that I felt like I couldn't invest in myself. And then when I finally did, it paid off so much that I was like, okay, you know, you, you have to do it wisely. Like, don't just go out there and buy a whole bunch of programs. You have to really look and see what you need and what your business needs. But I think it's so much easier and so much faster if you can get help from someone who knows what they're doing. And I, I have a coach most of the time in my business, like, like the last six months I've been on my own, just sort of working through what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm at the next plateau and I hire the next person and work with them and say, okay, I'm, now I want this out of my business. And then I go and they help me get that. And when I get that, I'll go to the next and so on. And I find that's where I am because otherwise I don't want to wait 10 more years, you know, to, to make a million dollars or whatever. I want to go faster and I just want it to be fun and easy. I don't want to work so hard. You know, I'm all the work less, make more. So I, I hustled it in the early days of my business and now as I'm in to my fifties, I don't want to hustle like that. I don't want to spend all the time trying to figure things out on my own. I, I'd rather just someone tell me and I go do it because that's half the time. And so if you are thinking about creating a course, um, I'd love to chat with you and talk with you about um, the courses for coaches. If you think that would be a good fit for you. And I've made it super amazing. I talked with someone yesterday and they were like, this is the most amazing thing. I can't believe that's what you're charging for it. So pop on over and um, send me an email to team at DonnaAshton.com if you want information. 
or just uh, go to my website in the next week or so. I'll be doing some um, a training webinar and some more stuff to kind of do my big launch out. But I just wanted to give you this journey as I'm just moving into 2021. I'm so excited for my business and um, I can't wait to go back and see at the end of 2021, like how it went, right? Like we always are like having these big dreams and these big goals. And I, you know, I am an implementer. I do make things happen and I can't wait to see how 2021 is going to go. And I hope the same for you. And if you're like, I don't know, I'm, you know, I, I think back to that saying that one year from now, you would have wished you started today. So that's, I'm going to leave you with that. So if you don't want to be at the end of 2021 going, oh, I should have done my course. I could have been making $5,000 a month for my course if I'd only got started. So don't let that be you. If, if this is in on your radar and you want a course, I don't see a better time than now to get your work online and to get your course out there. So all right, you guys, sorry I went a little long here. I will see you again soon. Thanks for joining me and hope this gave you a little like behind the scenes of my course journey. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at donnaashton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and want to leave us a quick review, and some love that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.